I think we've blotted a lot of aspects of the pandemic out. And then you remind yourself of these things, sometimes with a shake of your head. I remember even when restaurants were open, because there was a long time that they were closed, but uh, we would step out of the house on our way to the restaurant, and I would think, oh, I forgot my proof of vaccination. And that really became one of those things where you leave the house, and it's like, got my cell phone? Yes. Got my wallet? Yes. Got my proof of vaccination? Good. Okay. We are good to go. But here's the thing. That paperwork was expected to sort of be a passport and the lack of it would be an inhibitor on your day-to-day comings and goings such that you might want to go get vaccinated just to have done with it. So did that as an incentive or disincentive, I guess, work? We are joined by two researchers at McGill University who have conducted a study to establish whether or not it actually did work. Uh, Jorge Luis Flores and Mathieu Mayu Giroux are here And uh, let me start with uh, Jorge, and I guess the basic question is, did it work? Uh, Hi, John. Um, So what we saw was that, yes, vaccine passports uh, did increase uh, vaccination. Um, Now, when we talk about the numbers, we saw that uh, during our study period, vaccine coverage increased from 82% to 87%, so that's five percentage points. I know that five... um, we can reasonably attribute one percentage point um, to the vaccine passports. Now, you know, that might seem, that might seem small, but that's still about 20% in relative terms. So that's not nothing, um, but it's definitely also not a silver bullet. So they did work, but the effect was uh, relatively limited. From my understanding, though, Matthew, if I can turn to you, part of the issue here is so many people were getting the vaccination anyway that you didn't necessarily need either a stick or a carrot. Yeah, that's exactly true. Uh, we conducted this study and vaccine passport were implemented in a setting where, like Jorge said, we already had 82% of the population age 12 or more already vaccinated. Um, however, I want to emphasize one thing is that there were two goals with the vaccine passport. The first one was to reduce transmission in those high risk settings like the restaurants that you mentioned. And we didn't evaluate that. Uh, but the second goal of the vaccine passport was also to motivate some people to get vaccinated. And this is what we looked at and we saw that it actually had a very small impact on absolute coverage of first dose vaccination. Well, there were certain communities, Jorge, where people were simply not getting vaccinated for various reasons. Um, So the passport was not working on them, obviously. Would something else have? Um, So when we talk about the people who um, aren't getting vaccinated, Um, It's really complicated to say, you know, there's this one solution that um, could work because there's so many reasons why some people aren't getting vaccinated. Some people are opposed to the vaccine. Some people, it's just very hard for them to take time off, for example, or uh, to reach the places where uh, the vaccine is offered. Um, So we really need sort of like a broad um, portfolio of solutions uh, and like we need to also understand the different reasons why people aren't getting vaccinated and we need to um, be able to reach all of those different groups with uh, sort of like tailored uh, solutions, whether that's information or outreach or just uh, um, 
policies that make it easier for people to take time off or um, mobile vaccination clinics, for example. Okay, and Mathieu, I realize this is more of a political question, but still curious about your thinking on it. Um, the passports caused a lot of strife. I mean, such that that was one of the main motivators of people to launch that trucker protest in Ottawa. So I guess if the result, the impact was so minimal of the passports, was it worth the trouble? Um, that, that's a good question, and I'm not sure I've got the answer for you, but um, I, I think some of folks in public health are saying that, oh, it's the rise of the anti-science movement, etc. But what we also saw during the pandemic is a loss of trust in, in public health authorities. So uh, which one is it? I, I'm not sure. It's probably a combination of both. Uh, I think, though, that the, 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 the trucker movements and the, the, the protests were broader than just the, the, the vaccine passport, though. Thank you both for this interesting work. Thank you. Jorge Thanks, Louis John. Flores and uh, Mathieu Mayu-Giroux, three, two double-barrel names, uh, professors at McGill University.